You are listening to a Victory Labang podcast. There is a woman in the Bible who, at first glance, seems an unlikely role model for mothers. But God's grace can redeem even the unlikeliest of us all. Find out more in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Ngayong araw na to, mga kapatid, meron tayong pag-aaralan ang title ng ating um, si Mother's Day ngayon, no? The Unlikely Mom. Sabihin nyo nga, The Unlikely Mom. Eh, Pastor, bakit ganyan naman yung title ninyo? Ano ba sa Tagalog yung The Unlikely Mom? Okay? Isabi ng Unlikely Mom, ito po ay tumutukoy sa yung bang hindi mo aakalaing siya pala isang ina in a real sense of being a mom. Okay? Hindi lamang basta siya nag-anak. Kasi maraming ano, nag-anak lang, kaya naging ina. Yung pagiging ina talaga na ginawa yung responsibility at ginawa yung tama sa kanya mga Pero ito, the unlikely mom, hindi mo akalain. And I will tell you, ito pag-aaral natin, hindi nyo akalain siya yung aking tinutukoy, especially doon sa text ng ating babasahin. Now, bago po tayo magsimula, I will lend me your ears first. Because itong inanarate ko is about the life of David and this is an important big picture for you to see para maintindihan nyo yung aking ituturo. Dahil kung hindi nyo maintindihan ito, hindi nyo maintindihan yung tuturo ko maya-maya. Okay. Sino na kilala kay David? Yan. Okay. Kilala nyo si David. Okay. So, kilala nyo na si David. Sino sa inyo ang nakakalam na si David ay nag-commit ng adultery? Taas ang kamay. Yeah. He committed adultery. A man after God's own heart committed adultery once in his life. And the question is, sino kaya yung babae na nag-commit, na, na, na kumita ni David ng adultery? Ano pangalan? Si Bathsheba. Okay. Pag narinig niyo yung pangalan ng Bathsheba, ang may pipicture sa inyong kaisipan is negative. Hindi ba? Dahil kasi, si David, minsan ang kanyang mga sundalo ay habang nasa labanan, siya naman ay nagparelak-relak. Okay? Nagparelax-relax siya, nagmamasyal sa kanyang bulkanya, naghahanap ng magandang tanawin, nagpapahangin. And unfortunately, talagang hindi maganda yung tanawin na kanyang nakita dahil sa dami naman ng pagliliguan, bakit naman si Batshiba naligo pa doon sa isang lugar na maaari siyang makita? So, nakita si Batshiba naliligo at si David pumasok ang last of the eyes, last of the flesh, and also pride because ginamit niya yung kanyang pagiging hari para ipasundo si Batsheba at naganap ang hindi inaasahan. Pakinig kayo mabuti kasi parang telenovela ito eh. Si Batsheba became the other woman. Okay. So hanggang sa nabuntis na si Batsheba, nung mabuntis si Batsheba, ang problema na David, ako, mabubuko ako, malalaman. Kaya, eh si Batsheba kasi may asawa. Ang asawa niya, ang pangalan is Uriah. sabi niyo, Uriah. Okay. So si Uriah ngayon, iniisip niya, pinatawag niya ngayon. Okay? Sabi niya, Uriah, sabi niya, maaaring napagod ka. Baka kinaksin, nasa, nasa labanan si Uriah. So ang ginawa niya, gumawa ng para si David, pagpahingayin sa Uriah at pauwiin sa kanyang bahay para, you know, para silang dalawa ang magsiping ni Batsheba, para na sa ganun, hindi halata na si David, yung tatay nung nasa sinapupunan ni Batsheba. It was actually a manipulation on the part of David. Pero, ito si Uriah, he was actually a very principled man and a loyal soldier to David. Sabi niya, how could I take na ang mga kasama kong sundalo nakikipagpatayan, nakikipaglaban para sa aming bayan at pagkatapos ako, uuwi ako ng bahay at 
pag may make love sa aking asawa. So, ang ginawa niya, hindi siya pumunta. Natulog lamang siya doon sa may malapit sa gate at nalaman ni David. Kinaumagahan na hindi pala si Uriah pumunta sa kanyang asawa. Ang ginawa niya, pinatawag niyang muli at ginamit ni David ang alak para nasa ganun, sinisip niya kapag kanalasing ito si Uriah, uuwi yan doon sa kanilang bayan, magsisiping sila na ba't siya, ligtas na ako sa aking kasalanan. Eh, hindi po ganun yung nangyari. Dahil si Uriah, kahit nalasing, nananatili yung prinsipyo sa kanyang puso. Nag-isip si David ng ibang paraan, papano kaya ito? So he sent Uriah do sa fiercest battle. Okay? Nanilagay siya sa unahan dahil yun yung pinakamainit na gera. Ang intention ni David, inutusan niya yung kanyang commander doon na kapag kasakainitan ng labanan, mag-withdraw kayo. Nang sa ganun, si Uriah ay mapatay doon sa unahan, sa gitna ng laban. Remember, si Uriah was a very loyal soldier, royal fighter for David. At yun nga yung kanyang ginawa, si Uriah ay namatay. Hindi nalaman ng ibang tao, pero alam na alam ng Diyos. Because yung mga bagay na ginawa natin sa dilim, hindi man alam ng iba, ay siguradong alam ng Panginoon. Si Prophet, si Prophet Nathan, nireveal sa kanya ni Lord ang mga katotohanan ito. Habang si Bathsheba, siya ay nung siya matapos na mag-mourn o maglamay o maging malungkot dahil sa pagkamatay ni Uriah, pinatawag ni ni David at ginawa niya ng legal wife. Kaling na the other one. Akala niya, wala pa rin nakakalang. But God revealed it to Prophet Nathan. And eventually, Prophet Nathan confronted David. He confronted not Bathsheba. Listen to this. He confronted David. The accountability rests upon the shoulders of David because he was the king. Uh, remember, si David ang kanyang kasalanan, bagamat alam natin, adultery, kasalanan niya, and murder, but actually, may one preacher that I heard, ang kasalanan ni David ay hindi lamang murder, hindi lamang adultery, kundi mas higit pa raw ng kanyang kasalanan. Ang kasalanan ni David is that he used the God given kingship and the God-given position, the God-given mandate, he used it to manipulate people around him. And before God, mas matinding kasalanan yun. Because buong kingdom yung damay. Adyan po kayo. So, sa madali salita, si David yung kinonfront ni Prophet Nathan. Now, eventually, nag-repent po, makita natin, nag-repent, nag-respond in a positive way si David, nagsisi siya ng kanyang kasalanan, nag-fasting siya, pero yung kanilang anak, as a consequence, yung anak nila ni Bathsheba sa pagkakasala ay hindi nabuhay, kundi nagkasakit hanggang sa mamatay. Now, gusto ko pong maharinig ninyo yung ganyang eksena dahil today, ang ipofocus ko is the unlikely mom that's an other than Bathsheba. Because of that story, kaki ako mismo guilty. At every time I would think of that name Bathsheba, I would be thinking about a lady who committed adultery, right? Pagka narinig yung salitang Bathsheba, ano yan, masamang babae yan. One of the bad girls in the Bible. Without us thinking and analyzing and studying who she really is. Now, 
Yan po magiging subject ng ating pag-aaral sa oras na ito. Siya yung tinatawag na unlike the unlikely mom. Buksan po natin sa oras na ito sa Proverbs chapter 31 beginning verse 1 to 3. Tayo tayong lahat to give due respect to the word reading of God's word. Proverbs chapter 31 beginning verse 1 up to 3. The sayings of King Lemuel an oracle his mother taught him. Or in other words is inspired utterance his mother taught him. O my son, or listen my son, listen son of my womb, listen my son, the answers to my prayers. Let me just read it in my translation dito. Listen to my son, listen son of my womb, listen my son, the answer to my prayers. Do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. Let's bow our head. Lord, salamat po pagkat ang iyong biyaya ay sapat for us to study your word. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, enable us to see clearly the message that you have today. We just rely on you, O God, in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Makaupo tayong lahat. Okay. Now, makikita po sa Proverbs 31. Meron po itong 31 chapters ang Proverbs. Okay? Ito po yung huling-huli. Now, Sa inyo pong pagkakilala, sino ang sumulat ng Proverbs? Ha? Si Solomon. Alam nating lahat yan. Now, dito sa may verse 1, sabi, The saying of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance his mother thought him. Kung si Solomon ang sumulat ng Proverbs, that means that King Lemuel being addressed here is the other name of King Solomon. So, King Lemuel is actually King Solomon. Now, siya ang sumulat, pero ang sabi ron, an inspired oracle in utterance, or in other translations, prophecy, inspired prophecy. Pag sinabing inspired, it means there is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Pag sinabing may inspiration, ibig sabihin ron, may Holy Spirit involved. An inspired utterance, his mother taught him. Now, at tanong ko, Sino ba yung mother dito? Alam natin si King Lemuel is si King Solomon. Sino kaya yung mother na tinutukoy dito na nagbigay ng inspired utterance sa kanya, na itinuro ito sa kanya, yung Proverbs chapter 31? Sino nakabasa ng buong Proverbs 31 dito, taas ng kamay? Buong Proverbs 31. Yan. Kung wala nga gano'ng nagtataas ng kamay, after the service, basahin nyo. Para sa mga kababaihan lalo na yan, dapat alam na alam yan ng bawat kababaihan. Okay? Dahil para sa inyo yan, Proverbs 31. Now, ito raw ay itinuro kay King Solomon ng kanyang nanay. And this is the example. Sabi niya gano'n, Listen my son, listen son of my womb, listen my son, the answer to my prayers. Answer to my prayers. Ibig sabihin yung nanay is, Mahilig manalangin. Si Solomon ay bunga ng palalangin ng kanyang nanay. Abay, intercessor? Itong mother na ito. Okay? At ang isa sa kanyang payo, dahil kasi alam naman natin yung nangyari rin kay Solomon, nung hilig sa alak at nangingi mahilig sa babae. Do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. Now, for your information, the mother of Solomon is none other than Bathsheba. 
Yung anak ni Bathsheba, okay? Kaya tsaka ni David namatay, una. Okay? Now, sila, alam naman natin, sila ay tumanggap ng kapatawaran sa Panginoon dahil sa pagsisisi ni David. Okay? At isa sa naging anak nila, si Solomon yung isa sa naging anak. Alam naman si Solomon is the wisest man ever lived. Okay? Now, sa oras na ito, bagamat ang pinapagtutuon na natin ng pansin ngayon ay yung buhay ni Bathsheba, but at the end of the message, you will see that's not really about Bathsheba, but about the grace of God in Bathsheba. Amen. Now, pag-aaralan po natin ay yung dalawang bagay, her good lineage and her good or her godly legacy. In her good lineage, we are going to talk about sino ba yung tatay niya? Her father, her grandfather, her children. Okay? Tignan natin yung lineage niya. At magugulat kayo kung sasurpresa kayo kung sino-sino yun. Her godly legacy. Okay? Being a noble wife, blessed mother, and godly woman. Now, unahin natin her godly lineage. Pakinig po kayo. Sige, first time ko lang ipipreach ito tungkol kay Batsheba eh. Kay David po, ilang beses ko lang naituro ito. Hindi lang sa dito sa Victory, maging sa Evan Church. Pero ito kay Batsheba, first time ko na ipipreach ito. Kaya makinig kayo. Kaya nga medyo yung mga absent, ituro nyo na lang sa kanila ha? Okay. Sabi na 2 Samuel 11.3 And David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, Isn't this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam and the wife of Uriah, the Hittite? Sabi niyo, Eliam. Yaan ang pangalan ng tatay ni Bathsheba. Eliam. Dati hindi niyo Eliam, ngayon Eliam niyo na. Okay? And these were, another say 1 Chronicles 3.5 And these were the children born to him there. Shamua, Shobab, Nathan, and Solomon. These four were by Bathsheba, were by Bathsheba, daughter of Amiel. Aba, dalawa tatay niya, pastor. Hindi, si Amiel at saka si Eliam ay iisa. Okay? Yun yung kanyang tatay, based on 2 Samuel 23:34. Now, kikilalaan natin ng gusto, yung lahi ng pinanggalingan ni Bathsheba. Unahin natin doon sa tatay. Ano bang ibig sabihin, una sa lahat ng pangalan na Eliam at saka Amiel. Ang ibig sabihin po, God is my kinsman. Or, short of saying, another way of saying, I am part of the family of God. You know, in, in the Old Testament, giving of names is so important. Mahalagang mahalaga dahil, ito dahil, that reflect the faith that they have concerning God, kaya ito yung pangalan na ibinibigay nila sa tao. Or they believe that the destiny of this person is this, kaya ito yung pangalan na ibinibigay nila. Amen. So, ang pangalan sa Old Testament, napakahalaga but because it reflects the kind, of, the kind of faith that they have before God and it reflects also the destiny of this person. Now, yung pangalan nung tatay ni Bathsheba na Amiel or Eliam, ang ibig sabihin, I am part of the family of God. Does it reflect faith? Yes. Because they believe, oh, he believed in God. Now, sino sa pa si Eliam? Si Eliam isa sa 30 valiant close-in bodyguard. Sa panahon natin, tawag sa kanila mga PSG. Yeah. Ano yung PSG? Presidential Security Group. Okay? Now, ang mga PSG natin, hindi ho basta kung sino lang yung may gusto na magbantay sa presidente. May special training sila at selected sila. Lahat yung mga the best at saka magagaling, pinipili, inilalagay sa isang group at ginagawang PSG. So, special elite 
sila o elite forces sila pinili para sa presidente. Yung PSG ni David kasama doon, yung tatay ni Bathsheba. Next member of David's mighty man of valor. Sa madali salita, sa tuwing makikipaglaban si David, hindi pwedeng wala sila. Their duty is to protect the king and to fight for the kingdom of Israel. And among the mighty men of valor, sila yung tinatawag na people who are really, who, re, who were really excelling in virtue and fighting skills. Virtue and fighting skill. It's not just good in, 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 in battle. Hindi lang silang magaling makipaglaban, kundi mayroon silang mga prinsipyo. May tama silang karakter. Which I pray na ganito rin sa ating mga kapulisan at mga kasundaluhan na hindi lamang sila magaling makipagbarilan, kundi sila ay may prinsipyong niyayakap sa kanilang buhay. Si Amiel or si Eliam ay bahagi po nito. One of the most trusted allies in confidence. You know why, one of the reasons why I believe that he, this man is a godly man is because hindi siya pwedeng maging ally and confident ni David kung siya ay walang takot sa Diyos. Why? Because David was called as a man after God's own heart. Amen? Hindi siya pipili ng isang taong hindi naniniwala sa Diyos o walang takot sa Diyos. Now, another, there are two more important nobleness of Eliam and Emiel. Kaya ho natin pinag-aaralan yung buhay ng tatay ni Bathsheba para ipakita ko sa inyo na si Bathsheba ay lumaki sa isang maayos na pamilya. Okay? Malalaman nyo na nasa maayos ang pamilya kapag yung mga pinanggalingan niya maayos din. Now, una, Choosing a husband for Bathsheba, in the Old Testament, ang namimili ho ng asawa ay yung mga tatay, hindi ho nanay. Okay? Kultura ho nila yun noon, hindi na ho yan kultura ngayon. Okay? But in the Old Testament, ang mga tatay ang namimili kung sino ang mapapang-asawa. Now, so mga tatay na narito, kung kayo may mayroong pagkakataong mamili ng mapapang-asawa ng inyong anak, hindi ba pipili kayo ng sa tingin ninyo the best para sa inyong mga anak? Amen? Hindi kayo pipili ng tambay sa kanto at lasenggo at adik. Okay? Pipili kayong akala ninyong the best. Now, si Amiel dahil siya ay mayroong takot sa Diyos, dahil siya ay mayroong prinsipyo sa boy. hindi siya pipili ng isang kung sino-sino lang. Kaya pinili niya si Uriah na ibig sabihin ng pangalan is Yahweh is my light. Ang pinili ni Amiel para sa kanyang anak, si Bathsheba, yung sinakala niyang the best. May prinsipyo. At pinili niya si Uriah. At ang ibig sabihin ng Uriah is Yahweh is my light. Kaya naman, maprinsipyo ang taong ito. Pangalawa pa, e choosing ano yung Bathsheba. Ang mga tatay din in the Old Testament ang nagbibigay ng pangalan. Okay? Sa mga anak. Ano ba ang ibig sabihin ng Bathsheba? Sabi ko kanina, di ba, importante yung pagpili ng pangalan sa Old Testament. Okay. Her name is Daughter of the Oath. Daughter of the Oath. Akala ko kasi noon, nung unang alam ko, ang ibig sabihin ng Bathsheba is yung naliligo ba siya? Kala ko yun ang ibig sabihin. Kasi Bathsheba, <laughs> naliligo ba siya? Ipalaan yung ibig sabihin, daughter of the oath. Nang ibig sabihin, yung nanay ni Bathsheba, okay, at saka si Amiel, ay mayroong oath, may promise thanksgiving sa Diyos. At si Bathsheba yung larawan at itsura ng kanilang pangako sa Diyos. Ano kanyang ibig kong sabihin? So para nalang i-dedicate si Bathsheba sa Diyos na ito'y nagsasalarawan ng aming pangako sa Diyos. Therefore, masasabi nating ang tatay ni Bathsheba was actually a God, a man of 
God. Sabi niyo, man of God. Okay. Tignan naman natin yung kanyang grandfather. Okay? Ito yung kanyang lineage. Her grandfather. Ang pangalan is Ahitofel. Ahitofel. Na sa aming pag-aaral bilang mga pastor, na may mahinala kami na among all of the soldiers, maaaring ito'y walang bigote. At tingin namin, hindi lamang ispada, meron siya maagi siya, mayroong dalang jilet. <laughs> Malabak, madalas siyang mag-ahit. Kasi ahitofel. Okay. Tuloy na tayo. Kuring na naman. Di ba? Basta masaya kayo. David's incredible counselor whose words almost seem to come from God himself. Si Ahitophel po is actually the counselor of David. Now, if you are David and you worship God and you are a man after God's own heart, hindi ka kukuha ng counselor na wicked. Amen? Kukuha ka yung may paniniwala rin sa Diyos. Kaya bawat payo ni Ahitophel, iniisip niya na yun ay galing sa Panginoon. Sabi ka ng 2 Samuel 16.23, Now in those days, the advice Ahithophel gave was like that of the one who inquires of God. Now, iseset aside ko muna yung later on ay nagrebeldes kasama si Ahithophel na sumama kay Absalom. Okay? Hindi niya naman siya rin kahit pa paano masisisi dahil sa ginawa ni David sa kanyang apo. Nakuha niyo? Somehow he was just provoked kaya siya nagrebelde dahil, you know, anak niya, apo niya si Bathsheba na siyang hindi ginawa ni David ng, na ginawa ni David ng hindi maganda. Now, but setting that aside, si Ahitophel was actually a good counselor to David. Now, dito po ipinapakita ko sa inyo mga kapatid na yung lahi ni Bathsheba ay maganda. Yung kanyang tatay, godly, yung kanyang ah, lolo is also godly. Dito siya sa lahing ito ng galing. It was just so unfortunate na dumating sa sandali, okay, na pinatawag siya ni David and they both committed adultery. But as I said a while ago, the accountability rests so much on the shoulder of David dahil siya yung hari. At sa mga panahon yun, pag ang hari, pinatawag ka, wala kang magagawa dahil ang utos ng hari ay hindi. Ba't kaling nyo ah? Bilib ako dito sa 3pm. So, dahil lor, wala namang magagawa si Bathsheba kahit siya ay tumanggi. Pero doon po nagsimula ang kasalanan. Ang ganda ng kanyang lineage. Pero siya napasok sa isang kasalanan. Hindi ko sinasabi, hindi ko pinapakita si Batsiba, walang kasalanan. Ha? On the first place, lahat ng tao nagkasala. Okay? Whether she enjoyed that relationship with David, hindi natin alam. But definitely, may certain accountability siya. Pero higit lahat sa lahat, si David ang mayroong accountability sa harap ng Diyos. Kaya naman siya ang kinonfront ni Prophet Nathan at hindi si Bathsheba. Now, allow me to read 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 27. Ito po yung panahong kinuha na siya ni David okay, bilang kanyang legal wife. And when the morning was passed, David sent and fetched her to his house. And she became, she became his wife and bare him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. Ano yung ginawa ni David? Yung kanyang pagmamanipula na ipinapatay si Uriah, nakiapit kay Bathsheba, at eventually, nung pagkatapos mag-mourn ni Bathsheba sa kanyang asawang si Uriah, kinuha niya itong si Bathsheba para kanyang maging legal na asawa nang sa ganun maitago yung kanilang kasalanan pa rin. 
yung ginawa ni David sa dilim, nakita ng Diyos. Bagamat walang nakakita, walang nakakaalam, pero nakita ng Diyos. Mga kapatid, ganun din sa buhay natin. What you, have, what you have done in the secret may not be known to so many, but certainly God knows it. That's why the Bible says, but the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. Sabi nyo, displeased the Lord. Hindi ginusto ng Panginoon ang bagay na yun. Kaya nga matapos yan, doon pumasok si Prophet Nathan at siya ay nirebuke. And thank God, dahil si David matapos siyang nirebuke ni Prophet Nathan, hindi siya pumalag, siya ay nagsisi. And that should be the right response that every one of us should do. Every time God would rebuke us of our sin, huwag kang magagalit kay Lord, huwag kang magagalit sa pastor na nagpipris dyan na nakasalamin. Huwag kang magagalit kapag ka manababanggit yung kasalanan nagagawa mo. Instead, you have to act in humility, in repentance. Amen. And that's exactly what David did. Siya ay nagpakumbaba, kaya na-compose yung create in me a clean heart, O God. Yun yung kanyang naging awit sa mga panahon yun. But because, of course, of the consequence ng kanyang kasalanan na matay yung kanilang anak ni Bathsheba. But, you know, when David repented, sila ay pinatawad ng Panginoon and God somehow honored their relationship because of the repentance and humility of David. Adyan po kayo. Alam mo ninyo, ang kasalanan mo ay kasalanan sa harapan ng Panginoon. Pero kung tayo ay marunong magsisi ng ating kasalanan, ang biyaya ng Panginoon ay nakalaan para niya tayo ipatawarin at baguhin muli ang mga bagay-bagay sa buhay natin. Dito, sa susunod, sa susunod na ipapakita ko sa inyo, patungkol sa kanyang manak, makikita nyo yung pagbabago. Maaring nasira yung reputasyon ni Bathsheba sa mga panahong yun. Maaring tinignan siya ng maraming tao na negative. Tinignan siya ng masamang babae nag-commit ang adultery ng kinakailangan pa at matayin sa pamagitan ng bato. Maaring ganun yung kanyang reputation but God has changed everything. Kahit, that, kahit hindi sinasabi ng Bible na nag-repent si Bathsheba, yung mga susunod na kabanatang mga babasahin kung makikita nyo na nagkaroon ng repentance si Bathsheba dahil hindi mo naman magigain ng favor ni Lord unless you repent first. Amen? Because God would not tolerate anything na hindi pinagsisisihan. Now, let us analyze her children. Kasama sa mga anak niya ay walang iba kundi si Solomon. At dito sa 1 Corinthians 3.5, may apat na naging anak si Bathsheba kay David. Sabi and these were born to him in Jerusalem. Shimea, Shobab, Nathan, and Solomon. Una, tignan niyo yung pangalan ni Nathan. Kinuha nila yung pangalan na yan sa Prophet Nathan. Okay? Ibig sabihin, tinanggap nila yung rebuke ni Prophet Nathan sa kala. Wala silang bitterness kay Prophet Nathan. And to show that, and to demonstrate that, isa sa mga anak nila ipinangalan yung pangalan ni Prophet Nathan. Amen? Kayo ba, kung may nag-rebuke sa inyo, matutuwa kayo doon sa nag-rebuke sa inyo? Malamang at karamihan itong nangyari. Pag kung sino yung nag-rebuke sa iyo, alimbawa, ang pangalan is Juan, nirebuke ka ni Juan dahil sa kasalanan ginagawa, usual ang response mo is, so, ba't ikaw Juan? Perfecto ka ba? Tayo pa ang galit, hindi ba? So because they acted in humility, si Prophet Nathan hindi nila kinamuhian, kinuha pa nila yung pangalan ni Prophet Nathan para ipangalan sa isa sa kanilang mga anak. Amen? Higit sa lahat, si Solomon. 
Si Solomon ang ibig sabihin ng kanyang pangalan is peace. Okay? Now, si Solomon po alam natin, David, Solomon, and then the lineage of Jesus Christ. Okay? Si David kaya tinatawag na si Jesus sinasawag na son of David because Jesus came from the lineage of David. Sino si Solomon? Anak siya ni David at saka ni Bathsheba. Now, take note of this. Tingin kayo mabuti. Si David ay may walong asawa. Mayroon pong sampung concubines. Now, having these 18 women, bakit kinakailangang si Bathsheba pa ang piliin ng Panginoon para maging nanay ni Solomon na magiging bahagi ng lineage ni Christ? Alam nyo, lahat na naging bahagi ng lineage ni Christ, alam nyo, hindi ho aksidente yun. Preordained ho ng Diyos yun. That is a godly lineage leading to Jesus Christ. Eh, pastor, yung nasa lineage naman ni Christ, puro mga makakasalanan eh. Eh, sino bang hindi nagkasala? But that's what you call grace in the lineage of Bathsheba. Siya pa, maganda na yung kanyang lineage, biglang bumagsak dahil sa kasalanan na dungisan but when she repented together with David, the Lord restored her dignity. And dignity is important to a person. Maybe there are those who are single mom here or those with a dark past. Let me tell you this. If right now you, you are already in Christ, you have nothing to worry about your future because God takes hold of your future. Because God is a God of many chances. Because He is a forgiving God. Your past, your dark past, should not determine your future. Because in your future, your today, in your future, there's the grace of God. And if you know how to take hold of the grace of God, it doesn't matter how bad your past is. The most important thing is your today and your future is under the hands of God. Amen? Nasa kamay ng Panginoon ang iyong buhay. In 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 24 to 25, tignan natin si Solomon. Okay? Then David comforted his wife Bathsheba and went into her and lay with her and she gave birth to a son and he named him Solomon. Say Solomon. And look at the next sentence. Now the Lord loved him. Sino yung him? Si Solomon. Yung unang anak ni David at ni Bathsheba namatay because produkto ng pagkakasala. Okay? Si Solomon, ang kanyang pangalan ay peace. Kapayapaan. And shows that God made peace with David and Bathsheba. And sabi, kaya sabi ng next sentence, The Lord loved him and sent word through Nathan the prophet, and he named him Jedidiah, which means beloved of Jehovah, for the Lord's sake. Now, the same person who rebuked them, the same prophet who rebuked David, was also the same prophet na nagbigay ng iba pang pangalan kay Solomon, na ang pangalan is Jedidiah, ang ibig sabihin, beloved of Jehovah. So now, it's so clear na silang dalawa, si David at saka si Bathsheba, were actually both forgiven by the Lord because of the affirmation given by Nathan by, because he was the one who gave the name Jedediah nang ibig sabihin is beloved of Jehovah. Amen. Amen. Nasusundan ho ba ninyo yung? Amen. Yes. Historia. Yeah. 
Ibig sabihin, kung, si, kung ito pong si Bathsheba ay nagiging tampulan ng tukso, nagiging tampulan ng paghamak ng mga tao, God restored her dignity. And at the same time, God restored her identity. Hindi lamang ho, yung kanyang dignidad ang tinayo at ibinangon ng Panginoon maging yung kanyang identity. Remember ang ibig sabihin ng kanyang pangalan? Ano ibig sabihin ng pangalan ni Bathsheba? Daughter of the oath. Maaring ipinangako siya sa Panginoon. Kunek, kinunek yung pangalan niya, yung pagkatao niya sa Panginoon. Sa pamagitan ng isang thanksgiving oath. Bumalik yung identity, identity ni Bathsheba at naging bahagi yung kanyang anak. Alam nyo kasi yung mga nanay, ang greatest reward ng mga nanay, alam nyo, pag nakita nilang matagumpay yung kanilang mga anak. Do you agree? Katayong mga magulang, masaya tayo. Hindi eh, bale tayo mag-sacrifice, dalasin natin yung hirap eh. Basta yung mga anak mo maayos lahat. Tama? So ang reward kay Bathsheba ay yung magkaroon siya ng isang Solomon who became the wisest man, wisest man ever lived actually. And became the person who built a, the most one, the most splendor temple in Israel, which was actually initiated first and started by David. Pero ang nag, nag, nagtalagang actual na nag-construct nun ay walang iba kundi si Solomon. Now, set aside muna natin yung pagbagsak ni Solomon. That is his accountability, not the accountability of Bathsheba. Kaya po ito si Bathsheba, mula sa kanyang kalagayan na ganun, binago ng painon ng kanyang dignidad, Binangon ng dignidad at binalik yung kanyang identity, so masasabi siyang daughter of Zion. Ano ibig sabihin ng daughter of Zion? Ang ibig, pag sinabing daughter of Zion, ibig sabihin no, sa Isaiah 61 verse 3, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty of ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that He might be glorified. I'd like to give some points doon sa, or, or highlight the word oil of joy. So, hindi na siya nagdadalamate, binigyan siya ng Panginoon, ng anointing of joy. The garment of praise, pagpupuri sa Diyos for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called trees of righteousness. So, she received righteousness from God so that her, her name, her life, would honor and glorify the Lord in her life. Amen? And you know what? Kapag, because the Lord had raised her dignity back, and because the Lord restored his, his, her identity, that's the starting point of, of her having a good legacy. Sabi niyo, Good legacy. Ano po yung good legacy na ito? Or godly legacy? Dito po sa Proverbs 31, sinabi natin kanina, bagamat si King Lemuel or Solomon ang nagsulat, pero ito ay ipinangaral sa kanya ng kanyang ina. So we can say, ng lahat ng ito ay naisulat ni Solomon dahil ito itinuro ng kanyang ina. So beginning verse 10, downward, Okay, makikita ho ninyo kung ano yung mga bagay na itinuro ng kanyang nanay na most probably, okay, kaya lakas loob na isinulat ito ng Solomon dahil nakita niya sa kanyang ina. Ang sabi roon sa may verse 10 and 11 and 12, A wife of noble character who can find, she is 
worth far more than rubies or rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Noble woman. That's part of the legacy of Bathsheba. Hindi lamang niyo ito pinangaral kay Solomon. Solomon saw her mom demonstrated this. At yung legacy na ito, mga kapatid, the mere fact that it's in the Bible and we are meditating on it, ibig sabihin, yung legacy nito, lahat ng mga, lalo na, lalo na yung mga kababaihang naririto, that's her legacy to you. Dahil ang pagbabasahin niyo yung Proverbs 31, magugulat po kayo sa wisdom na ililagay ng Panginoon, what a noble woman should be. Atsya po kayo. Pangalawa, sa verse 29 up to 30, Sabi nun, many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Godly woman. Meron siyang takot sa Diyos. Kaya sabi ko kanya, di ba binasa natin sa may verse 3, uh, verse 2, nag-intercessor siya. Nag-pray siya sa Panginoon. Now, Okay. She watches over the night. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Say blessed. blessed. Her husband also and he praises her. So see, Bathsheba was actually somehow being pictured as a blessed woman. Mapalad. Now, women, look at me. Lalo na yung mga mam. You don't have to be a perfect woman before God. Because no one is. Wala hong perfecto. Pero anong matututunan ho natin sa buhay ni Bathsheba? Kaya ho natin pinag-aaralan yung buhay niya ngayon. It's not necessarily because of her, but because of the grace of God. Because that's what the grace of God can do to a person. You don't have to live a perfect life. You just have to avail and to take hold of the grace of God that's available in your life. Sometimes I know you, you mom, mothers would try to really be a good mom, but kita nyo sablay pa rin kayo. Sometimes you try to be a perfect wife, a perfect mother, but no matter what you do, you still commit mistakes. It's not about you being perfect. It's about the grace of God that's in you. That is more than sufficient for you so that it can help you from all of your weaknesses. Amen. And the grace of God, I believe, is upon you right now. Amen. Come on, let's give Him praise. Now, sabi ng Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 7 to 8, In Him, in Christ, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that He lavish on us with all wisdom and understanding. The life of Pachiba is not about her own righteousness. The life of Pachiba is about the grace of God. And in Christ Jesus, the grace is much available because He died on the cross and He rose again from the dead. And the resurrection power of Jesus Christ is available para patawarin tayo 
para tayo para mapagtagumpayan natin ang kasalanan. He shed His blood so that we can be forgiven and we can be redeemed from all of our sins and has given us the grace because we are accepted before God and we can access to our Heavenly Father and ask things that we need, including strength, including blessing, including the things that we need in life because God's grace enables us to have a redeemed identity and ordained destiny. Sa oras na ito, maaaring iba sa inyo may marong mga negatibong nakalipas. But I don't like you to focus on your dark past. Again, your past should not determine your future because the grace of God is available for you. And if today you would just humble yourself before Him and recognize, Lord, I cannot do it on my own. I don't have any righteousness of my own. Yes, I have the dark past, but I leave it into your hands. It is when you start putting your life in the hands of God that things would start to change. Because God loves you so much. We hope you were inspired by that message. Stay updated on coming events and services by making us part of your day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also log on to VictoryAlabang.org and download the Victory Alabang app. Happy Mother's Day and stay connected.